Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 27. I know we uh, it's Family Sunday, so we have more kids here in the service, and we'd love to have you kids. You guys are special to us. Um, you make this church a special place. Uh, you, you already know this, kids, but where there's a group and they're just a bunch of old people, it's pretty boring. It's pretty boring. And so I want to encourage you kids. Uh, we're thankful that you're here. You make Bear Valley Church an exciting place to be. Um, I, I know I've confessed this to some of you, and if I didn't, my family would. Uh, if if it were up to me, this place would be a grouchy place because sometimes I'm grouchy, and it's just great to have you, kids. Great to have you. Kids, sometimes um, when people uh, want to they don't want to believe something. They make up excuses. They make up excuses. And, and some of their excuses go like this. Well, you can't prove that. Or you say, that doesn't make any sense to me. And, and, and these are things that people use to say, I don't want to believe what you're saying. I, I don't want to listen to what you're saying. It doesn't make sense to me, so it must not be true. Uh, that, that's a good arguing tactic. Uh, it may not be truthful. Uh, it may not come to you the right conclusion, but that's the way some people talk. They say, oh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, or maybe they say, I've never seen that happen. Uh, it, it's interesting when people say that they've never seen that happen. Uh, there's a lot of things I haven't seen happen before. Uh, and there's also a lot of things that I don't know how they work. Um, and yet I believe that they are. You, you know, kids, do you know how a car works? Do you know how the engine works? Do you, you know why it rolls down the road, even if it's going uphill? I don't know either, kids. I was just asking. I was hoping somebody knew. Uh, uh, you put the gas in. You put the gas in. You turn the key. And somehow it goes down the road where you turn the wheel. Um, there's a lot of things that we don't understand. And today we're going to look at a piece of the, the story of Jesus that's just amazing. This piece may seem uh, not that significant, but as we see, it's a part of a, an amazing story, the story of Jesus, his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Uh, this is what we're going to look at today. If you turned in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 27, if you'd stand in honor of God's word, I'd like to read to you from chapter 27, starting at verse 57. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who also was a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Jesus took the body and wrapped it in clean linen shroud and laid it on his, uh, in his own tomb, new tomb, which he had cut in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting opposite the tomb. The next day, uh, that is, after the day of preparation, uh, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that imposter said while he was alive, after three days I will rise. Therefore, order the tomb to be made secure until the third day, 
lest his disciples go and steal him away and tell the people he has risen from the dead and the last fraud will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, you have a guard of soldiers. Go make it secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting a guard. God, we ask that we would hear clearly uh, from your word this morning, that it would be cemented in our hearts that Jesus truly died. God, we thank you uh, for the blessing of being with your church. We ask this time would be profitable for your name. And it's in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Last week, uh, for those of you who were in church, we looked at, the last two weeks actually, we looked at the crucifixion of Jesus. And kids, it's hard to think about the crucifixion. It's when Jesus died. He died on a cross. And He died as a sinless man. You know, uh, kids, have you ever gotten away with something? Raise your hand if you've ever gotten away with something. No, don't raise your hand. No, people are going to ask what you got away with. Uh, Mom's like, what, was it? what were you raising your hand for in church today? Tell me about that. Uh, gotten away with things. Uh, you were guilty. You did it wrong. And yet you got away with it. You got away with it. This is the complete opposite. That Jesus was uh, not guilty of anything. In fact, uh, as you look at the book of Matthew, you see over and over again, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. And then he's punished. He's punished. And not just punished with a timeout, not just punished with a spanking, but punished by going to the cross and giving his life, dying on a cross. And you, you have to make the connection to say, well, why was he punished? And it's connected like this. He was punished for our sins, for the things that we have done, so that we would not be guilty so that we would not be the ones that would have to be punished for our sins. And you say, well, that seems unfair. Uh, it does seem unfair. It does seem unfair. But the, the greatness of this story goes like this, that Jesus, that, that God the Father, this was His plan for His Son. And it was His way of loving us, loving us in this way. He loved us so much that He sent His Son. Uh, what an amazing thing this is. So, so last week, the last couple of weeks, we looked at the crucifixion. And it was just a physical dying, like he was nailed and he died on a cross. It took time for him to die as a, other criminals would die that way. It took time for him to die. And then at the moment where he paid for our sins, all these amazing things happened. There was a curtain that was torn in two. There were rocks that were split open. There were others that came out of the grave. And you, you saw this in, in Matthew's account, and others would have seen this as they were there. It was amazing. It was amazing. And uh, the, the Roman soldiers who, from all accounts, they didn't believe in Jesus. They didn't know anything about him. But they go, this man was the one. He was the king. He was the king of Israel. He was the one that they were waiting for. He knew that they knew that he was something special. 